with Parshas Toldos, we meet not only two different personalities, but two diametrically opposed forces in Yaakov Avinu and Esav HaRasha. Now, although we think of Yaakov as representing the force of good and Esav the force of evil, it's obviously not that simple. After all, Esav wasn't always a Russia, and it's impossible to say that he was, he was always destined to be a Russia, because that would take away his free choice, and that's obviously not fair. That's against God's design. And... In Yitzchak's eyes, Esav couldn't have been all that bad. So whatever we're going to say about Esav, we have to understand how he got to where he was. Now, what's strange is that from the Midrash, it seems that Esav was always destined for evil. Because Chazal tells us that from his time in utero, he was breaking free to go to the base of Odazara. That he had this tendency towards the most evil kind of a Yitzhar Hara. So Esav's mission has to be qualified. How are we supposed to understand Esav? What's also interesting is that Chazal also tells us, Rashi quotes this, that until the two individuals, Yaakov and Esav, grew up, their personality traits were hardly discernible, which leads us to believe that whatever was happening in utero was a sign, a deeper sign of who these individuals would eventually be. And again, that seems to speak almost to their destiny. But again, how is that fair for Esav? What was Esav's mission and how was Esav supposed to succeed with what he had in front of him? Now, when eventually they did grow up, the Pasuk tells us as follows, which is classically understood to mean that Esav was a person who was really good at trapping and he was a man of the field. So that means that either he was, you know, he was a hunter, but also um, in, a, in a figurative sense, he was good at, um, at speaking. He, um, he wasn't so refined, but he had a crafty way about him and he was able to trap people with his mouth just like he might have done to his own father, Yitzchak. And Yaakov, obviously, the Ishtam Yoshev and he was the opposite. He was innocent. He was not so crafty with his speech. And he was wholesome. Now, the Vilna Gon has a really wild reading of this Pusik about Esav. Vayhi Esav, Ish Yodeat Sayid Ish Sadeh. You'll notice that the Pusik says the word Ish twice, which is strange. Says the Vilna Gon, this is alluding to what we might think of as a mythical creature, but a creature that is discussed in the Mishnayis, known as the Adne Hasada, the master of the field, or the beast of the field. So here the Pasuk says, Vayhi Esav ish yodeya tsayir ish sadeh. Esav was a man who knew how to trap yodeya tsayir ish sadeh. He knew how to trap the man of the field. Now this creature, the man of the field, had an umbilical cord which attached itself to the, which would attach it to the ground. It would get all of its sustenance from the ground. And this creature, if you would get within its radius, it would maul you to death. And although most hunters would be able to slay the beast by shooting arrows at the umbilical cord and killing the creature, Asa was the only one who knew how to trap the beast alive. Now, what in the world are we supposed to learn? from this particular skill, apparently, that Esav had, that he can trap the Adnei Hasadeh. And how does this speak to the mission of Esav? So, in order to explain this, I'll quote you one more wild idea from the Orgadal Yahu, Rav Gedalia Shor. Rav Gedalia Shor explains that the mission of Yaakov and the mission of Esav were two separate missions that actually go all the way back to Gan Eden. He says that Yaakov Avinu represents Adam Harishon before sinning with the Eitz Hadas, where the mission is to go towards the Eitz HaChayim, the Tree of Life. That was Yaakov's mission, the mission of Ruchnius, the mission of Torah, the mission that's very clear-cut and simple, just follow the Ratzon Hashem, where 
It's all obvious. You have the Torah in front of you, that's it. Ishtam Yoshev Ohalim. But says, Rav Gedal Yashor, Esav had a particular mission that was represented, or that represents Adam after eating from the Eitz Hadas. He says, Esav's mission was in the Sadeh, out in the world, in the world of the Eitz Hadas Tovarah, the real world, the world that we live in. And in that world, says Rav Gedal Yashor, there's a Tarovas, a mixture of Tov and Ra, a mixture of Emes and Sheker. And Esav's job was to succeed in the real world, succeed in the world that has both Emes and Sheker, and his job was to extract the Emes from the Sheker, to succeed in the material world. That was Esav's job, and I believe that talent explains Esav's special skill, which the Vilna Gon tells us about. The Ish Sadeh, or the Adne HaSadeh, represents materialism. It literally gets its sustenance from the ground, such that if that cord gets severed, it dies. That represents the material world. And Esav knew how to harness that tree monster. He knew how to capture it alive. He could succeed. Most hunters, they don't succeed by going out there into the world. They go into the material world, and that material world consumes them and mauls them to death. And the only way to succeed is to completely cut it off, to kill it, and to isolate yourself and just live a life of Ruchnius. And that was, eventually, that was originally what Yaakov Avinu was supposed to do. But Esav had a skill. If he wanted to, he had the capacity to go out there in the real world and to succeed in the material world, serve Hashem that way. And Yaakov and Esav were supposed to do that together. Yaakov with the Eitz HaChayim, Esav with the Eitz Hadas, the two of them would succeed, Yaakov and Ruchnius, Esav and Gashmius. So it begs the question then, where did Yitzchak go wrong in choosing Esav? Why was Esav not successful? And the answer is what Rivka saw in Yaakov apparently, and that is that although Esav had the capacity, he did not have the Ratzon. He had the capacity to harness the tree monster, to harness the material way of living, to be able to serve Hashem in that area, but Esav let the Yitzhahara consume him. And even though this would obviously be a challenge for Yaakov Avinu, who did not know the trapping of the man in the field, he was, a, he was an Ishtam, but eventually Yaakov would have to pick up the mission for both Yaakov and Esav. But he could do it because he had the Ratzon, the Ratzon to serve Hashem. As long as you have that, it doesn't matter if you're in the tents, it doesn't matter if you're in the field you will be able to succeed in serving Hashem. You'll be able to harness the tree monster and serve Hashem even in the field.